We bring and curate tools that are unique, that are designed for those organizations. We provide a multitude of activities so that people get to experience a little bit of yoga, maybe a little bit of Tai Chi, a little bit of breath work, a little bit of stress scaling. They get a little bit of everything because what works for you is your own unique concoction. Hi everyone, it's Marcy Bullock. Welcome back to season three of Wolfpack Career Chats, the anchor season, A, ambition. N, networking. C, compassion. H, health, both mental and physical. O, organization. And R, resilient. Enjoy the pod. Hello, Wolfpack fans. It's Marcy Bullock. And today I have two amazing women, Sabria Dobbins and Hannah Whitesides with me today. And we're going to start with Sabria. Tell us a little bit about your story and where you are today, because I remember meeting you on a spring break trip to the Dominican Republic and you are an animal science major. I did not know where you'd be, but it's no surprise you are now a rock star entrepreneur. Tell us about you, Sabria. Thank you, Marcy. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. So it's so funny. So I, I think about my journey at NC State. I actually went in gung-ho veterinary animal science. Like I'm going to become a veterinary when I graduate. That's what I told everybody. I had planning that for a very long time. And when I got to NC State, I ended up becoming a Thomas Jefferson scholar, which requires you to have a dual major. So, you know, I'm a, this person that's like, I know animal science is the only option. I'm gonna just go find me a humanities major. We'll see. I don't really know or care. And I ended up tacking on social work to my major. And it was a turning point for me, to be frankly honest, because later down the line, by the time I became a junior at NC State, I realized I did not want to be a veterinarian. And it was the most terrifying experience for me because I had planned my entire life around veterinary work done all these internships, had gotten all these experiences, and here I am wanting to change careers. So long story short, I ended up going through graduating and working tons of different careers, real estate, marketing. I worked in higher ed. And one day I realized that I was not happy with any of those fields that I was choosing. And I realized that I wanted to choose something that was purpose-driven, mental health driven, wellness driven. And so I decided to start a wellness, well, originally travel, I'll tell you the story later, but a wellness travel retreat company. And that was Project Passport. So that's where I am. It was a really windy road, but I'm so proud of, of being able to have made it through the process. And I think a lot of people go through this when they're in college. Amazing, Sabria. I can't wait to dive in a little bit more into this business that you created. So next up is Hannah Whitesides. And Hannah took my class maybe four years ago. Like a lot of students kind of, oh, I guess I'll just take this career class. And it turned into something good for you, Hannah. Tell us about you. Hi. Yeah, so I'm Hannah, and I graduated December of 2019 from NC State. I was supposed to graduate in May of 2019, but I had some issues with a course, so I ended up doing four and a half years. So I majored in international studies with a concentration in European studies. Now, <laughs> my entire college career, everyone, when I would tell them that I was an international studies major, they would look at me like, oh, Okay, what are you going to do with that? Like, they were looking at me like, oh, gosh, I don't see what this is going to turn into, you know, and, and that kind of scared me. But at the same time, I was very okay with that and getting those looks from people because I was doing something that I was interested in and that I really enjoyed. I enjoyed my, my major. I, I loved the classes that I had to take and, and all of that. But at the same time, you know, 
I was very nervous because uh, where there are a lot of different jobs and careers I can go into with that certain major, but it's not like a set track for you, you know, like if you want to go into nursing or whatever. So it was a bit scary. And when I took your class, I it was May. I, it was like spring semester of 2019 when I thought I was going to graduate. And so I was approaching graduation and I was like, oh no, what am I going to do? <laughs> like This is starting to freak me out. And, you know, one day in your class, it kind of just changed the trajectory of the rest of my life. And I, it's, it's crazy to say that, but I remember walking to your class that day and I honestly did not want to go. Like I was really, at that time, I was very stressed out, overwhelmed. I was exhausted. All I wanted to do was go home and lay in my bed and just take a nap. <laughs> I was, I was not feeling it. And it's, Funny, because the only reason I really did go was because I had missed the class before. And I was like, I can't do, I can't miss two in a row. Because <laughs> like, I think I was sick or something like the time before. And I was like, okay, just, you can do it. Just do it, you know? And so I walked in and in the class before the, the one that I missed, you had told the students basically to write down a bunch of questions because there's going to be a panel of previous NC State graduates from anywhere from one, they graduated a year ago to they graduated 10 years ago and spectrum. And I didn't know that. I didn't know what was going to go on. I had no idea about this panel. And I walked in and about, like five people were sitting in the front and I was like, what is going on here? And, I, and all the rest of the students had all these questions. And I was just like sitting there like, okay, <laughs> like, well, you know, we'll hear, we'll hear from these people. And everyone quickly introduced themselves. And Sabria was in the bunch. And the panel was more about questions about the tr transition from college to jobs, career, you know, how to manage that. And the one thing I remember that stood out to me the most was at the very beginning when everyone was introducing themselves and Sabria introduced Project Passport, just very briefly, didn't go into it at all, but just said, you know, I, the founder and CEO of Project Passport, it is a travel retreat company rooted in mental wellness. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. I was like, travel, travel, what? <laughs> How can I help with this? This sounds really, really cool. And so I approached her at the end of the class and I was just like, hey, you know, my name's Hannah. I think your business sounds really awesome. And I would love to talk to you more about it. And we probably exchanged emails. And then right when I got home, I immediately went to her website and I was like, this is so cool. And then I, we ended up meeting two weeks later, sat and talked for like an hour. And then she was like, I don't say this a lot, but like, I, I, I like you. I think that we work, we can work well together. And do you want a job? And I was like, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Amazing. Amazing, Hannah. The rest is history. So you've mm -hmm. been working there for several years. Let's swap back to Sabria, said founder CEO of Project Passport. Now our listeners know a little bit about the fact that it's a travel retreat mental wellness. How does that all fit together? Dig into that. It was quite a funny story. And just FYI, to add to Hannah's story, what's so funny is I actually was not supposed to be there that day. Like literally, Marcy, you had reached out to me last minute because the person had canceled that was supposed to be on the panel. 
And so that's how you know things really fall together because I wasn't even supposed to be there. And Hannah would have never met me because I would have never been there. But I You're so funny. I did. I messaged you, I think that night. And I was yes. like, do you by chance have like an hour free tomorrow? Oh my gosh, the stars aligned. They truly did. They truly did. Hannah was, Hannah, she's to this day is my OG. She's my first hire. I was terrified when I brought her on, but just a little bit about what I do. So Originally, yes, we were a wellness travel retreat company when I launched in the crisp years of 2019. So I finished NC State in 2017. That gives y'all some perspective of time frame. It was December 2017 because it took me like an extra semester to graduate because of my dual major. By 2019, I was just torn up emotionally. I was stressed out. I was like, why can't I be a normal person? Normal people, they graduate, they work a regular job and they live their life. I Like, why can't I just be happy? And I could not find anything that felt right. It was kind of like, Cinderella trying to put on all the shoes and none of these shoes fit. And so when I launched Project Passport, I was actually in a, a old apartment. I wasn't really old, but it was a dusty apartment out in Belize. Long story short, my fiance got a job out there at the time and we ended up going out there to live temporarily. And I just started working up on Project Passport, creating the website, all these things. And I wanted to create a purposeful driven travel experience where people went to face their problems and not to run away from them. Because most times people travel, they go to get away from stuff. But I'm like, when we go, we're going to come back to the same problems. Well, fast for to 2020, Hannah and I were kind of hitting the ground running because she ended up starting with me later in that year, that May of 2019. So by 2020, we were ready to launch our first retreat on the ground. We were going to Kenya. I was like, yes. Well, guess what happened in 2020? <laughs> the pandemic hit. And we lost everything. It was the most devastating experience. Hannah literally had to keep me from saying, I'm just going to shut the doors. Because I honestly was at a point where I was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I cannot believe we had spent almost a year planning, prepping, trying to prepare this retreat to Kenya that we fought so hard to book. We had finally booked it because, you know, it takes time. Yeah, we had finally sold it out. We booked it and it was devastating. Absolutely devastating. We had refunds of money we didn't even have to pay back because we had already paid for the bookings. It was crazy. So imagine the chaos of trying to get refunds when everybody else wanted refunds. Moral of the story, I took a hiatus. I think I took like a, a couple weeks off or something like that. Hannah, she took a kind of a, a not my choice hiatus as well. And it got to a point where I said, okay, well, we're more than travel. Like what we do is, is is deeper than that you know we're looking at people's mental well-being we're helping people reshape their lives reframe themselves so we ended up starting virtual retreats for women and it got successful these women they're like attending these retreats finding purpose getting excited about life overcoming stress I had done it I was on my last virtual session because I was gonna take another break and a woman attended and she said oh my gosh what you're doing is amazing. Can you do this for my organization? Now, I had done some small organizational stuff, but this was like big time. Like this is real stuff. So I was like, yes, we can do this for your organization. And we worked hard and put together a scrappy little proposal. And that was our first retreat with the organization. And we ended up moving our business model to pro proactive and preventative mental wellness. So now we do proactive preventative mental health and wellness retreats. And we provide tools, activities, techniques for people to manage stress, become intentionally productive, find purpose, all of these really important things that impact our mental health and well-being, but now on a virtual and now slowly in-person scale. So it's been 
a adventure to say the least. Wow. Talk about pivoting. So like you said, you spent a year prepping, the pandemic hits, you have to refund, you're in debt with your business and you move virtual and find this niche and people need it more than ever because of the pandemic. Little did you know that the whole mental health side of humanity would explode as far as what is my purpose? I mean, we hear about this great resignation. So I want to hear a little bit more about these organizational retreats that you do as far as what's involved and where you see this going, where your vision for the company is now, Sabria. Yeah. So it's funny because I'd never imagined that we'd work on such a large scale. Like I always thought we'd work with individual women. It'd be an individual thing, but I didn't know just how much people needed what we did on the macro level. And now I imagine us really being able to to really come into organizations and change because the way we do mental health is not like most people. Most people come in, they'll teach the standard cookie cutter techniques. Okay, yay, breathe, everything's great. But it is so much more than that. We bring and curate tools that are unique, that are designed for those organizations. We provide a multitude of activities so that people get to experience a little bit of yoga, maybe a little bit of Tai Chi, a little bit of breath work, a little bit of stress scaling. They get a little bit of everything because what works for you is your own unique concoction. And so we kind of think of what we do is curating mental health and wellness to fit your needs, to help you gain tools and activities, pull the ones that work for you, leave the ones that don't. I just imagine us continue to do this with organizations on a bigger scale. And then also, I do look forward to traveling again. So we don't want to leave that part. And Hannah's laughing because I know she misses that. That was her heart and soul of what we do. So we do look forward to having a travel wing where we still take individuals out. But our kind of main bread and butter at this point is really just continuing to serve organizations because we're able to impact so many people at once. And it's been amazing just to see the emotional changes. We work with helping professionals, technology, finance industry. We work in the production industry, so many industries. And it, it it's never a shortage. At this point, there's so many people who need mental health and wellness. We spend every day at work. So that is the one place at the very least in life that should provide you some sort of support. And we want to be that support for people. And when I listen to you talk about that first offer you got for a presentation and just kind of you gulping and saying, oh, yeah, we can do it. That's kind of how life is in so many ways is you feel like you're an imposter. You don't know if you're ready to do it. You research it, you learn it and you go do it. And people start clapping and saying, oh, my gosh, this changed our life. It had such a big impact and you run with it. So I think that's really inspirational. Hannah, tell us a little bit about your role in the company now and what you find most meaningful. I am Sabria's right hand lady. I do so many different things from creating video demos of previous retreats for advertising marketing purposes to I'm the director of two wellness hubs. So we have a membership community for women. It's called the Tribe at Project P. And basically what it is, it's an online hub where we put out a bunch of different content from blogs to self-guided activities and challenges, videos. And we also have monthly member meetups where we get to just come on Zoom together, just us and these ladies and just have a chat, just talk about stuff. You know, so I, one of our members, you know, she really loves those meetups because she has gotten to know us so well at this point because we're very active in this hub. 
that she will tell us she's like you know guys are like I'm having a really bad day like it's great to you know see your faces and and just just chat for a while laugh have a good time and so I'm the director of that and I'm also the director of our free wellness hub we you know we put it out there when we do retreats but it's it's really for anyone and everyone who has the link wants to find it anything and that is just it's it's our content but on a, a smaller scale because it is a free hub but we do post you know blog and, and some activities we do wellness wednesday tips every wednesday yeah so and i do anything sabri asked me to amazing and, and might i add she makes a bomb proposal so she she puts together our proposals when clients are because like we almost it's almost like a diagnosis process so a client will say hi we need retreats or we need workshops our team is struggling here are the areas that we need for wellness. We'll have a conversation. I'll kind of diagnose through based on what we offer and what they need. I pass all that information to Hannah and she spits out these amazing proposals that honor the values of those organizations. She uses their website and goes and looks up all of what they're about and what they stand for. And so we integrate their values and their mythology as an organization into our proposals. That's how good she is. So she's, she's talking all nice about herself, but all simple and humble, but she is amazing at what she does. What a partnership it sounds like. And, you know, when you talk about a mission statement of a company and companies really struggling because, like you said, you know, they were virtual. Now they're hybrid. It's like, what are we doing? Do we still trust each other? Do we still have this connection with the humanity of our workers? I feel like things have changed so much. I read recently, you know, sometimes people call in sick to work. Well, why not call in sad? And people are like, wait, what? You can't just call in and say you're sad today. So how does your whole philosophy of mental health and wellness, Sabria, fit into where everything is going in the workforce after this pandemic? So with this pandemic, it awoken this idea that we can't continue to just go to work, numb face, no emotion, nothing. As we are human before we are anything else. And I cannot express that enough to the workforces that we serve. We let them know that if you don't know each other, if you don't even know simple things like maybe what what religion, what religious holidays does this person celebrate? What, what are their philosophies? What drives them? What makes them excited about life? If you don't know that about your peers, there is a disconnection that occurs in organizations. That's why this great resignation is what it is right now because you know people are wanting connection they're wanting to be heard they're wanting to be understood and workforces for so long have been able to get away with just kind of putting together oh yeah 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 show up to work yeah 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 do your job you know let's do a quick little wine social yeah you have a little party pizza party go home go back to work you know it's this this the idea that you're a robot and that is not possible we don't and the new generation especially the gen z the millennials going in the workforce they're like uh-uh you're gonna give me stuff for my well-being they will take a lower pay with better benefits and better support in that workplace better guidance before and not saying that we shouldn't pay um the general Gen Z and millennials, but it's just saying that they are willing to choose the benefits of support over just getting paid a bunch of money to have no support. So one of the things that we're really doing is we're working to create emotional awareness in workplaces where people are being encouraged to have wellness conversations in safe psychological spaces. So we encourage frameworks to have these wellness-oriented conversations. We help people understand how to express their emotions because emotions are indicators of our needs. And so we teach them that, hey, just because you have emotion does not mean you're bad or something's wrong with you. No. That means that your body or you need something. And it's important to understand that need so that you can communicate it with your peers at work so we can work together to meet those needs. That's what the human experience is about. So that's kind of in a nutshell what we believe and what we do. And 
it's really changed how a lot of organizations are showing up for each other. I love it. I think these things used to be taboo. I've been in the workforce for several years now, and I know that people never would have talked about these things before we all realized how grateful we are just to be here because there's no guarantee after the entire globe suffered for so long. So I know your company is going to continue to thrive. We will link up to the resources in our show notes so our listeners can find out more about how to get involved. So we're going to move to our final question. First to you, Hannah, what would your 2042 self tell you today that you need to hear? Just keep doing what makes you happy. Keep keep that driving force because I have said this for years and that is one of my core values is my my happiness. I think that if you're not genuinely happy, what's the point? You know, it's like one of the reasons why I love working with Project Passport and with Sabria is because she gives me the freedom to be able to move around. Like, I mean, I lived in uh, after Raleigh, I lived in Florida and now I live in Denver and I, I get that freedom. And that is very important to my happiness is being able to, you know, explore and not feel like I'm stuck somewhere. And so I think that as, you know, we get older and it, things start to get more intense, you know, with like bills and, and just thinking about the future, everything that starts to be more of the driving force in what we do. And I don't want that to happen to me. I've always been a free spirit. And so I think so far, I've made it this far with going by what I want to do, my happiness and letting that lead me. And I think that if anything, I need to keep reminding myself to continue to follow that because that is one of the most important things in my life. Sabria, let's get in this time machine. Jump in, my friend. What are you hearing? Ah, uh, yes. What, what I constantly keep hearing is, Sabria, it's it's not a matter of, of if, it's a matter of when. It's going to happen. I have said that to myself from the beginning. Um, it's so hard to run a company. People have no idea the emotional toll that it can take. And, um, you know, you work so hard, you fight so hard, and not everybody always sees that vision. And slowly but surely, you start to see people awaken to see the vision. Mental health is becoming the forefront of the world. And everything I always dreamed of and imagined is coming true. I'm living a lot of what I dreamed of just three, four, five years ago. And so I'm just remembering that, you know, when I look back, I want to always tell myself, don't get caught up in what you see in front of you, because the big picture is there. We're sailing towards the horizon every single day. And I've never been happier in my life. And I didn't know that you could achieve this type of happiness. I really, I mean, because people always make it seem like it's some impossible thing, but it, I, I feel so fulfilled and happy no matter how hard it is. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not like, not Jeff Bezos rich, but I'm also, you know, I'm, but I'm also making an impact. And I just, it allows me to, to feel so whole. And I think that what Hannah says, I love how Hannah, she inspires me every day with this idea of, of happiness because me being happy allows me to be a better person for you and you and you and everyone else. When I'm happy, I can be better for other people, my future children one day, for my spouse, for everyone in my life and for those that I serve. So with that being said, just keep on going, keep on pushing, keep on swimming. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. This was fun. <laughs> <laughs>